Hi everybody, this is Johnny Mays. Welcome to the podcast. Yep, another wonderful, beautiful day in the Lord. Uh, rejoicing in the fellowship of Christ and the saints and just believing God for miracles and uh, for beautiful outcomes of preaching the Gospels. Come on, let's pray that somebody today would understand what God has done for them through Christ and receive so great a salvation. Let me ask you a question. Was the death of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, something that happened without any planning? Was it merely an afterthought among the Jews to kill Jesus? Or was it planned for some time? Listen to the book of Revelation, chapter 13, verse 8. All inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast, all whose names have not been written in the book of life belonging to the Lamb that was slain from the creation of the world. The King James Version says, Before the foundation of the world. Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God who died for the sins of the world. That was his mission. And his mission became clear to mankind only after he had been crucified on the cross. Yet here in the book of Revelation, chapter 13, it says, The Lamb was slain from the creation of the world or before the foundations of the world. And then Peter repeats this truth in even more detail when he wrote about the precious blood of Jesus Christ in chapter 1, verses 18 through 20. Peter said, For you know that it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. So there it is. The reality is this, that the blood of Jesus was shed for us before the creation of the world, but was only revealed to us when Jesus was crucified on the cross. He died and he rose again. I mean, not even Satan knew about the shed blood until then. So once this truth, once understood, I believe it should have great implications for our faith today and the fact that we can have victorious living over sin and sickness and over Satan's evil devices. In fact, Peter makes it so clear that we're redeemed from the empty way of life by the blood of Christ. And when did this happen? When was this accomplished? Before the creation of the world. In other words, the fall of mankind did not destroy God's purpose in creating mankind. Don't ever forget, God is all-knowing and nothing takes him unaware. And neither is he unprepared for any event, any event. God doesn't go around running after Satan trying to sort out the mess that Satan creates. No, rather, God uses the blood of Jesus Christ as his remedy, as the antidote for the destruction the mayhem and the chaos and the death that Satan's caused. The blood of Jesus has taken care of it. 
There is nothing that Satan's sin or sickness can bring that the blood of Christ has not already made provisions for. Remember that, my friend. Our redemption is in the blood. The blood is God's answer to everything that your enemy of your soul will throw at you. And you can be sure, listen to me now, you can be sure that God has made certain that the blood of Jesus has enough authority, it has enough power to meet all of your needs. And you know what? Not even the devil understood the redemptive power in the blood until after the death of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 7 through 10, No, he says, we speak of God's secret wisdom, a wisdom that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, no eye has seen nor ear has heard nor mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed it to us by his spirit. Why? The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. So listen, my friends, the next time you go to the presence of God with a need, don't encourage unbelief by trying to work out it, work it all out in your own mind. How's God going to do this? How's God going to provide the answer? All you have to do is take comfort in the fact that the blood of Jesus is the answer. The blood is our omnipotent God's provision for all our needs. If Jesus' blood had not been shed from the creation of the world, then we might have a good reason to worry. God would have overlooked a vital fact, but glory is to God. For why? Because in his all-knowing wisdom, he has slain the lamb before the creation of the world. And that lamb's blood has provided for our redemption, provided for our every need. He is our provision. So you might say that God, before he created anything, (laughs) decided to take out an insurance policy. Amen. And you can understand why. Because guess what? He's given mankind this power and authority of choice. And God says, what happens if they make the wrong choice? I'll have to step in. So he had a plan before the foundation of the world. Uh, So God, in a way, has taken out an insurance policy before he ever created mankind or anything else. And this insurance policy is fully comprehensive. And you know what it paid? It paid for all the damages, no matter what they were, and even promises to restore back as new. How about that? The insurance is the blood of Jesus. And the main strength of this insurance, just like any other normal insurance policy, is that it's taken out before the incident. You can't wait till you crash your car before you take out an automobile insurance policy. No, it doesn't work that way. Amen. You can't wait for your house to burn down and then take out the insurance. No, you always take out the insurance before. So that's why it covers everything. When Jesus went to the cross, his death on the cross was not an afterthought by God rushed through after the event of mankind fell into sin. No. Listen to me. It had been settled before. 
In fact, in the New Testament, we find there were a number of attempts to kill Jesus before his crucifixion. Amen? And you can read about him in the Bible. The New Testament is replete uh, with those with those truths. Uh, you may recall that in his community of Nazareth, the people tried to throw him over a cliff. <laughs> you find that in Luke chapter 4. And then the chief priests and all the elders and the people gathered together in the court of the high priest named Caiaphas, and they plotted together to seize Jesus by stealth and to kill him. Yeah, even when Jesus came to Jerusalem. And it says uh, again in John 5, For this reason the Jews tried all the harder to kill him, because he was breaking the Sabbath law. So all through the New Testament, we find uh, that the Jews were trying to kill Jesus. And I'll tell you, they didn't even understand. They had no idea that this plot to kill Jesus was understood by God before the foundation of the world and that the death of Christ is part of God's eternal plan. In fact, 50 days after Jesus' death, the apostle Peter declared on the day of Pentecost, you men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves also know, him being delivered by the determined counsel and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be held. Listen, my friends, it's simple to see that the death of Jesus Christ was not a spontaneous tragedy or historical mistake. In fact, it was a predetermined plot, amen, uh, by the religious leaders. But listen, which God understood all along. That's right, the death of Christ was the predetermined program of God, planned before the foundation of the world. And friends, you can rejoice and give God the glory because it is a crucial element and God's eternal plan to save you, to save you. Amen. Remember that today, my friends. God isn't caught by surprise by any one thing. And so he sent Jesus. He sent Jesus. For such a time as this, people keep saying, you know, Lord, do you believe we're in the last days, Brother Johnny? We may be in the last days. Certainly appears to be pretty tragic days. But you know what? Those things don't concern me. And I'll tell you why it doesn't concern me. Because I read the back of the book and we went. Hallelujah. I understand that Christ's blood has covered it all. Amen. I am under his blood. I'm raptured because Jesus lives. I have immortality because he's overcome sin, death, and the grave. And let me tell you something, my friend. I know in whom I believe and I am persuaded he's able to keep those things which I've committed to him. Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sins of the world. Listen, you and I are safe and secure in him. Praise God. We are safe in the Lord because it's predetermined for the foundation of the world that all who would believe and receive Jesus Christ as their personal Savior would be found holy and without blame before the living God. That was our destiny in Christ. So friend, today rejoice, and again I say rejoice, for God has made you more than a conqueror. You are an overcomer. Amen and amen.